Bits and Bricks. Well, hello there. Hello, Brian. I think we're back, right? <laughs> yes, we are. And sorry, by the way, that it's been so long since we've talked or... Way too long. ...since you've listened to, I guess, right? What I mean is that the Bits and Bricks podcast has been on a bit of a sabbatical, but we are back with a really fun surprise. Yes. And it's not just one surprise. It's five, actually. You know, we had a run of 50 episodes that focused on the LEGO Group's video game efforts. And this next batch that we all worked on is our attempt at broadening the scope of the series to embrace everything that's connected to the LEGO Group. Mm -hmm. So consider these upcoming five episodes as sort of experiments, prototypes of different styles and formats. Each one will be tackling different topics in what we hope are both unusual and informative and fun ways. Yes. So in one episode, for instance, we'll be digging into the science behind the Lego Bricks' amazing clutch power. We know after coming up with this new clutch power, this is the future for us. I didn't really know that it was going to end up as big as it did when I started, but... It's now 400,000 bricks big, which is quite a bit bigger than any Lego set they've ever made. (laughs) And in another, we're going to be taking a deep dive into those wonderful, arrangeable botanical sets. Occasionally, people would come by my desk and talk to me about something. And then as I was talking with them, sometimes they would just sort of break out into laughter, and it would be because they'd noticed that this bonsai tree model had hundreds of little frogs looking at them. You know what else we have, guys? Mm -mm. We have a really fun episode about the Lego Group's effort at environmental sustainability. Uh, Come on, man. That's a lot of fun, that topic. It is. (laughs) We had so much fun with that. I can't believe that's true, (laughs) but it is. I have deadbolted the door and turned off the lights so no one knows I'm in here. We have made bricks. They are in a lovely shade of gray at the moment. Um, We're looking at how we uh, color those bricks. What we need to figure out is how do you go for a couple of thousand up to obviously millions. Many teachers, at least one per grade level, participated in getting more Lego bricks for their classrooms. What happens to a brick when someone's finished playing with it? There is no reason why a, a healthy Lego brick should go into landfill. We're also doing another episode focusing on some amazing creators and the way that people are building with Lego bricks and elements way outside of what's written on the box. What if kids could create their own prosthetics? Instead of creating a hand to hold a spoon, why don't you just create a spoon? That's definitely out of the box thinking. And I find that I particularly walk the line of Afrofuturism and African futurism. The fact that he's working in Lego bricks is kind of amazing because it is this weird fusion of the past and the present and the future, right? The building outside the box episode is fantastic, but we've also track down what might have happened to one of the most valuable Lego elements and why it isn't made anymore. Do you know what's my favorite animal? And I have two at home. What? Goats. The first time that the T-Rex turns up in Jurassic Park is on the tour that John Hammond is giving his grandchildren. And for some reason, he thinks it's really sensible to tie a goat up next to the fence to attract the (laughs) T-Rex to show this to his grandchildren. 
It's going to be a really fun ride, but it's super important that you let us know what you think of these episodes and which formats and topics you like best, because ultimately, that's going to be how we decide how to move forward. So for questions and comments, you can write us an email at bitsandbricks at lego.com. That's bits, the letter N, then bricks at lego.com. Subscribe, share, and stay tuned for more episodes of Bits and Bricks. Yeah.